Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers and to our listeners on the radio and on our podcast. Back in June, you may remember, we took time to focus on the issue of short-term rentals in the city of Erie. Our guests then were representatives of a group called Rest Erie. They told our audience that they're not opposed to Airbnbs or short-term rentals in principle, but they are concerned about how they're defined, regulated, and how the city can minimize party house type rentals or any other public safety risks. So they say they just want to have a say as the city crafts and outlines an ordinance here for short-term rentals. Well, after that program aired, some residents who rent their home as an Airbnb and manage it, or who see the issue a little differently, reached out asking to share their perspective on the issue as well. And so that is what today's Insider is all about, getting a more pro-Airbnb perspective today from my guest, Lucinda Maurer who along with her sister Susan has been operating a short-term rental on Upland Drive for several years now when this issue first bubbled up, and Glenwood resident Dr. Donald Baxter, who has actually rented that Airbnb, is that correct? That yep. is correct. Okay, and generally Don uh, supports the concept of short-term rentals. Um, so anywhere in the city, Dr. Baxter? I'm not opposed to it anywhere in the city, no. And uh, obviously this issue is specifically around Glenwood. I live in Glenwood, and um, so I'm, I'm here sort of representing the other side of Glenwood, I guess. All right. So we're going to start at the beginning. Um, you have been renting this home on Upland Drive. You say it's kind of well known now um, as an Airbnb for several years, but the city really doesn't have an ordinance still governing short-term rentals. So is it legal to use your house as an Airbnb in the city of Erie right now? Yes, it is legal, <clears throat> excuse me, it is legal to use it as an Airbnb if we rent it for 30 days or more, which we have been doing. It is rented right now for the uh, month of July and August. Um, we're renting it to people that have actually uh, rented it last summer as well. So we are renting it, yes. What we are doing is not illegal. If it were less than 30 days, that would be illegal, and we have not done that. So I assume there probably are some other properties in the city of Erie who maybe are less than 30 days, but we can't speak for them. So uh, just on background, if people don't remember what this is all about, this did become an issue for some Glenwood neighbors who don't think this type of use belongs in an R1 residential neighborhood, basically saying they don't like the turnover of people in their neighborhood in what is zoned for single-family homes. So. Uh, for both of you, are, are they wrong to feel that way? I mean, I would say as a resident of, of Glenwood, I've seen no problems with the people that have been renting. Um, they've, they've, the property is well maintained. Uh, the property is carefully screened by Lucinda and her family. Um, and uh, there haven't been any issues that I can tell in Glenwood. Uh, Lucinda, your thoughts on that? I mean, are people wrong to feel that way if they think you know, I'm paying the taxes of a Glenwood neighborhood. I think I'm living in a single family home, but instead of you living next to them or your sister, it's somebody different all the time. So do you understand why that could make neighbors anxious? And what can you say to make them be less anxious? Well, I do to a degree, and I, I appreciate everyone's take on this. However, my sister pays taxes as well um, for her home. But the, we have been doing this six years, not once. In those six years, has there been any disruption, any change in the neighborhood? It's the same. The, the um, people that have come there are families. There have been no parties in our home. 
they did make reference to a party that happened at an Airbnb across the street from our home, which is no longer in existence. But they complained about it, but yet no one really ever called the police. No one has ever had to call the police since we have been doing this Airbnb. There has been no disruption, no change in the neighborhood. They really have had no valid argument. They, they say they don't want it, but then they don't say really what's happened to make them feel that way. Well, in April, uh, clearly this isn't just a question or an issue in Erie. We know back um, on April 26th of 2019 in a case known as Slice of Life versus Hamilton Township Zoning Hearing Board in another part of Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court of the state um, did hold that purely transient Airbnb type rentals are not permitted in a residential zoning district. So explain your thoughts on that decision, a statewide decision, and how that reflects back on the Erie situation. So the slice of life did not technically ban short-term rentals. What they did was give municipalities the opportunity to draw up ordinances that suited their community, which is what we have been trying to do for almost five years in the city of Erie. Summit recently passed one. Mill Creek recently passed one. There are Airbnbs all over the state of Pennsylvania. They are operating legally because their municipalities have drawn up ordinances. And that's all we want the city of Erie to do. And we want, there, we want to have guidelines. We want Airbnbs to be certified or have licenses to be regulated. We want all those things. Um, but what you have to understand too, people that rent Airbnbs for the most part, and particularly here in Erie, they're families. They're not people having parties. They're not criminals. I mean, there are criminals all over the city of Erie, for goodness sakes. Um, it, it just makes no sense. This is what people want today, particularly young families. And it is noted that young families, they stay longer in a community when they're in a family-friendly neighborhood. That's, that's what they want. As opposed to staying in a hotel, you As say. opposed to being cramped in a hotel. And John, you wanted to add something there? Well, I just wanted to say, um, my family has rented the particular Airbnb, Lucinda's property, um, and we've rented it um, primarily because we have family members that come and visit us that one of their children um, is a special needs person, and they're by far more comfortable in a house like that than they would be in a hotel or other kind of property. Well, Lucinda kind of uh, beat me to the punch there uh, in your last remarks because I was going to say other municipalities do have ordinances on the books governing short-term rentals. As you mentioned, Mill Creek and Summit Township have now addressed it. Why do you think the city of Erie is having such a hard time um, setting boundaries on this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. We have gone through five presidents on city council now we're going through this new city planner. We have to wait till they hire someone. We have gone through five or six different council members. Honestly, Lisa, I don't know. We have given them all kinds of documentations from other communities, ordinances from other communities. I don't know. All right, we're going we're gonna to move on, though. Um, you, you both, uh, Don, you kind of opened the door to this. You both had good experiences with the Airbnb or short-term rental concept from a renter or a guest perspective, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Stay with us.
I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome back again to The Insider. We're getting a pro short-term rental perspective today from my guest, Lucinda Maurer, who helps to operate a short-term rental in Glenwood, and Glenwood resident, Dr. Donald Baxter, who has actually rented that Airbnb and had a good experience with it. So, uh, Lucinda, you were maybe a little ahead of the curve here, um, you and your sister Susan. What made you decide to Airbnb this house, and it's, it's been a good experience for you? It has been a wonderful experience. We started in 2016. My sister actually called me one July, the beginning of July, one day, and she said, would you like to run an Airbnb in the house on Upland? And I said, what's an Airbnb? So she explained a little bit, and I'm like, well, yeah, that kind of sounds like fun. Because I've always wanted to do a bed and breakfast. That's just my thing. Anyways, she listed it that day we got like four or five bookings. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but I just kind of fell into it. And from the time I started it and meeting all the people, I just loved it. We have rented to, we have had over 750 guests come through that house on Upland Drive since 2016. During COVID, we did not operate because of COVID and we wanted to be safe. That's a lot of people. Not once did we have a bad experience. They were lovely people. They came for graduations, weddings, funerals. A family came from Chicago to have his wife had surgery done at Hammett, and he wanted a place for her to recuperate so her mother could come and help her in that recuperation. That was one of our best stories because they were the most grateful, happy people. And that in turn made us happy and that just made me want to do it even more. And families like Father Baxter, you know, when they have a challenged child, that, that's where you want to be. You want to be in a home environment, a safe place, a friendly place, a friendly place. Um, and that's what we offer. So, Dr. Baxter, it's clear that this has been a good experience for, for them and for your family, but not everybody might operate it in such a caring way, or they might not really have any connection to Erie. We'll get into that a little bit more later. But uh, what do you think this does for the overall Glenwood neighborhood, and how do you, again, reassure people who are anxious about it? If, well, like, if, it, if there were to be an ordinance that allowed it to be a stay for two days or three days or a week. I don't think it would have a major impact on the Glenwood neighborhood. Um, as Lucinda already said, most of the people that come there are people with families. They're, they're looking for a nice neighborhood. They're looking for something that feels like home. Um, and I, I think they in, would probably um, have no negative impact on the Glenwood community. So interestingly, you and Rest Erie both agree why why hasn't the city tackled this yet? But you may have a different perspective on what should be in the ordinance. So what, what should the ordinance say in your view? Should it limit the number of guests? Define the number of days to be defined as a short-term rental? Require yearly fees, safety guidelines, inspections? Um, should the city of Erie be getting revenue from this whole, whole concept? And what do you think should be in it? Definitely, um, it should be inspected as as a rental house now, it is inspected. What troubles me, I was there for one of the inspections and I actually asked the inspector, don't you check for um, 
carbon monoxide monitors? Don't you require fire extinguishers? And he said, no, no. We have all that in our short-term rental. And I think that that is very, very important. Um, yes, I think you should have a license and you should be inspected. You need safety precautions. Um, as far as revenue, the city is already getting revenue from these short-term rentals. Because um, they're getting property tax. Because they are being charged a 7% occupancy tax. Um, that is approximately, right now there's approximately 206 Airbnbs, short-term rentals, excuse me, not just Airbnbs, in the city of Erie. This is just the city, not Erie County. Out of all those 206, there is a short-term rental database called AirNAD, and they estimate that approximately $300,000 a year is collected from those short-term rentals. That's a lot of money from the city. 80% of that goes to the convention center and 20% of that goes to visit Erie. Our convention center, um, that's a lot of revenue for Erie, the things that take place at the convention center. So that, that has a great impact, I'm sure. Is, is there enough data yet to know because these Airbnbs, because there really isn't an ordinance, there's really nothing governing it, is there enough data to know whether this has any impact on the property values around it? I mean, it's a time where home values are, are sky, sky high right now anyway. So any, any sense of that? I, I don't have a sense of that. I, I, I can't imagine that one property in uh, an area the size of Glenwood would have a big impact on the rest of the property values in that town. Well, some of the issues uh, raised by Rest Erie have to do with, with crime or commercial and out-of-state ownership for short-term rentals. We're going to talk about those issues when we come back. Stay with us. I'm Lisa Adams. Well, welcome back again to The Insider. This is part two on the short-term rental issue in the city of Erie. My guest again, Lucinda Maurer, who operates a short-term rental in Glenwood, and Glenwood resident Dr. Donald Baxter, who has rented it. So the issue of people using short-term rentals to do bad things is real. Uh, I mean, we do know it's real. In late January, Erie police investigated a homicide outside some kind of a short-term rental on McClellan Avenue. Um, Arizona residents rented that home to, to set up a drug selling operation. And then in Pittsburgh, we all saw what happened Easter weekend. I mean, a party of 200 in an Airbnb turned into mayhem in that section of Pittsburgh. My son lives there and actually was walking through that neighborhood to meet someone, thinking like, what are all the police cars doing here? Uh, like kind of right after that happened. So lots of shooting there, two teens dead, other people injured. So um, the people on, the, the, the people who came as my guests before, uh, they had a list of different incidents like this that happened all around the country. So with just the ones in our neck of the woods alone, um, can you see why some people are, are skeptical about how this concept can be taken advantage of by people who want to do bad things? I do not. Um, bad things happen everywhere, everywhere, as we have seen frequently in the news grocery stores, schools, a school right here in Erie. Um, you, you can't say, well, 
we can't have short-term rentals because this happened on McClellan. Um, you, you just can't. I'm, you know how I look at it, Lisa? I think a far greater concern should be the 472 registered sex offenders that live in our communities every day. They're not just visiting. There are... Um, she comes prepared with statistics. I do. <laughs> there are 57 of those offenders in the 16509-16505 zip code. One of the residents in Glenwood that has been very vocal about short-term rentals in their neighborhood, there's a sex offender that lives two blocks right behind him. So, so I get what you're saying. Crime, crime happens everywhere, but clearly Airbnb as a, a business um, is wrestling with this issue themselves. I mean, when that happened in Pittsburgh, they said this home can never be, this building can never be an Airbnb again, but that comes after the fact. So uh, in terms of crime and short-term rentals, how would you wrap that into the city's ordinance? What do you think they need to do or say? Uh, is there anything they can do to, to button that up, um, to tighten, tighten, the, you know, prevent something like that from happening? I, I don't know how. How do you prevent that? I mean, how do you prevent that from happening anywhere? I mean, there was a murder up in Summit some years ago in a, in a hotel. Do you close that hotel down? Do you close all hotels down? It, it, that's just, unfortunately, again, bad things happen everywhere. I, um, well, I think the, the rest area <coughs> folks seemed especially concerned that corporations can buy up residential properties or, you know, at, I mean, we see it with the blight problem in Erie, even where people who don't live here anymore own properties, don't take care of them, rent them out, and then they decline. So, so uh, you obviously um, are connected to this home and care about it, and you know the neighbors in the neighborhood. But, I mean, what about this idea that somebody could buy homes up in Erie just for the purpose? I mean, we are a, a community that has a lot of tourism, so buy them to, to make some short-term uh, money out of short-term rentals, but they, they're not connected to Erie. I mean, I think the other folks are saying, what if the ordinance had a, you have to live in the home at least part of the year? Um, thoughts on that? Is that a good idea? Should that be included? I don't think corporations are going to come to Erie. Uh, again, you have to look at your municipality, where you live. Um, certainly in the Glenwood area, the taxes are so high there, it would not be profitable for anyone to, to buy a home there and open it as a short-term rental. They wouldn't make any money. I guess what I'm asking, though, more broadly, is their idea of an owner occupied, or at least part of the year occupied by an owner who maybe has furnished it and comes back and stays there themselves some of the time, is that a good thing to have in the ordinance, or is that too restrictive? I think it's somewhat restrictive. Of all the Airbnb or short-term rental people that I know in Erie, they either live in Erie they live outside of Erie and come here and stay in the home. You have to understand too that short-term rental properties are far better maintained than rental properties. People are not going to buy short-term rentals in a blighted area. That's not where people want to rent and stay. Um, Airbnb has recently 100% banned party homes in any of their, in any of their rentals. Um, if something like that were to happen as the one in McClellan, 
which was not an Airbnb. Let me just quantify that. That was not an Airbnb. Um, it was a, a rental property, but was not through Airbnb. They would take the, take the home off their site. Okay, understood. Well, when we come back, the city solicitor has said this is a complicated issue. Clearly it is. A council has said they want to get it right. So how do we go about doing that, and how much longer can we go without any rules here for short-term rentals? We're going to have some final thoughts when we come back. Welcome back again to The Insider. It's all about Airbnb and short-term rentals today, again with my guests Lucinda Maurer and Dr. Don Baxter. So the two-page ordinance the city of Erie considered late last year got tabled. Uh, was there enough there in your view to meet everybody's concerns? What, what happens now? I mean, you told me before we started taping, this is really back in the hands of the zoning board now? The zoning board has to make the ordinance. City council doesn't really make the ordinance. It's up to the zoning board, which they worked diligently on all through COVID. We had many, many meetings. Um, I actually have a copy of both ordinances here. Then they went and re revised it. I will say I do think what needs to be put in the ordinance that wasn't there is about the safety features. Um, there needs to be more regulations than you know, what a home should require, um, how often it is inspected, and the fees. I mean, a rental fee right now for a rental property is $40. That's, that's crazy. That's not enough. You need to charge more, and we are all for that. You need to charge more to have these homes inspected and licensed or certified. Uh, so clearly the idea of short-term rentals or Airbnb is not going away. It's really a national trend. It's kind of like Ubers and taxis <laughs> to me in a way. But if this is a story with two sides, how can the two sides here in Erie better understand each other, get together? Because it seems like you both really want the same thing. You want a reasonable ordinance to sort of govern how this works. Can you do that? My sister actually tried to do that. She did go across the street to one of the neighbors that is opposed to it. And, and might I also say in her little pod there, there's just the one neighbor that's opposed. The neighbors that live all around her, we have gone and knocked on their doors. They are not opposed to her renting the house out short term. So we're, um, we're down to the last minute here. Uh, Dawn, do you think that something can be done here and it needs to be done quickly? I, I agree something needs to be done quickly. And I, I think it is important to have safety regulations. I think it is important um, to, to have restrictions on duration, those kinds of things as well. Um, and um, so I'm, I, I would hope that the city council will come to some sort of reasonable understanding in a reasonable period of time, in a quick period of time. All right. So uh, we will continue to follow this on the insider. I want to thank both of you for being here again. Thank the, you. Sort of the more pro Airbnb side of the issue. But again, the other side saying they're not against it. They just want to make sure that it's properly regulated. City council saying the same thing. Maybe you all get together. <laughs> that is the insider. Thanks for joining us. As always, if you have an idea for me to explore, just email me at ladams at erienewsnow.com. And join us again next time for The Insider.